Welcome to FNZ Reality. Looking for new challenging ideas? For testing your beliefs and mindset? Join us to get your mind properly stretched to unlock your curiosity. Meetings can be difficult for both remote and face-to-face settings. From staying focused, being engaged, arranging your thoughts and reading people's expression to managing the silent situations. In this episode 6, we reflected our experiences managing such situations and how to be prepared for it. Without further ado, let's jump into the podcast. Welcome everyone to the episode number 6 of season 2 of F plus Z Realities podcast. I'm here with my co-host Faisal and we have such a good topic for today's conversation. I have to say this is one of my favorite ones. How to make others hear you. I hope everyone knows how I'm passionate about communication. So let's let's dive in. Are you ready Faisal? Yes I am. So I want to start with asking you do people listen to you? Do you think they actually, like, how many people care to, to listen to you? Some people don't listen to you at all. To me, not, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, in general, some people don't listen to us. I actually, sadly, like, it's painful to hear that. But sadly, like, I, I actually agree with you myself. <laughs> I think there are so many people. Even my clients, you know, they, they come and they pay me and I don't think they, they even care to listen to me. Yeah, one good example is you as, as a coach. Sometimes do you have that, that feeling, inner feeling like 50-50, are they listening to me or are they not? Are they even paying attention to the efforts that I'm putting in to make them a better person or to give them a better, being a better team members? Oh my God, honesty time, honesty time. Um. On one-on-one, on individual sessions, I don't think that happens. Like, it's a very particular, like, it's a little bit like we are right now. It's it's difficult not to not to pay attention. If they really listen, like, meaning if they really hear me, oh, that's hard to say. I do hope most of the time they do. And I do spend enough time making sure as much as I can that they actually got my point and, you know, I'm... And most importantly, that they actually can hear themselves and we are getting where they want to go. But in a team setting, for sure, there are people who, you know, sometimes it's the organization organizing it and paying for that. And when we kick off, they just they just have to be there. So, yeah, it's a real skill of how to how to grab their attention, how to make them even yeah care to listen. And then when they start caring, how to make them hear what I'm saying, because here's another truth. Oh my God, we're starting with like truths. <laughs> it feels like we're starting the episode from the end, Faisal. <laughs> the other truth is people always hear what they want to hear. That's good. Okay. Uh, just taking one step back, uh, you mentioned okay. earlier that there is a certain skills that you need. So when you are doing uh, some coaching for, for teams or individuals, how are you able to to detect that, that they are losing focus or not paying attention to what you are saying? Ah, magic. Um, a lot of listening, a lot of deep listening, not only to what they're saying, but to, to what's happening 
you know, like for these reasons, like I do a lot of work virtually right now. I not only do it in person. So in a virtual setting, you know, like people always think no one will notice when you scroll something on the side. Like it's if the video is on, like everyone can see that. And of course, you don't have to, you might not pay attention to that. So it comes with some, well, as a coach, I, you know, I hold that space. I do pay attention, but you also feel it. It's not that I'm sitting and really observing everyone on the screen. You know, like you kind of sense what's there. You you see the interaction. If one person is saying something and someone else is replying, but not really, you know, like, or you feel like to something else, you can feel the disconnection. Well, you, one could say like there is something around, you know, like body language or some other stuff. I wouldn't point it only to, to the body language, you know, to, to how we see it. There is, there is more. It's, you know, like, the words that you are using, your tone of voice, your engagement, your eyes, you know, maybe eyes are part of body language. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> also, so that's one side, right? Like this unspoken sensing, we're actually calling it like reading emotional field. Um, and the other side is, you know, you can just ask them. People mm-hmm. forget about it, but that actually works most of the times. If you ask them either before, hey, I don't know, it's end of the day. We are all tired or early in the morning. We haven't yet awakened fully. What do, what do we need to happen? So I have your full attention. Mm-hmm. And even just by asking that, well, and they think about it, they give you some answer. It's so much more difficult for them than not to pay attention because, you know, <laughs> they are already kind of committed for something. And the same later on, when you see they're shifting, just name it and say, hey, I can see maybe this topic is difficult. Maybe you don't want to be here. Your boss told you to be here, but we are here. So how we can benefit the most, how we can design our space here so so that we don't waste each other's time. For me, uh, you know, I, I noticed the, the differences that we are having right now where before the COVID, where you can, you're presenting something that you can see people, you can see their expression, the body language. It's easy for you to adjust to the way you present something, you can even pick up some pointers and you can feel the, the environment, the ambience of the room. Mm. But I noticed that in the remote setting, it's quite difficult where, for example, in my case, when, when at work, when you do some presentation, you you just feel that you're speaking alone to, to, to just an empty space, although you can see the people uh, from the laptop, but definitely it feels different. You just feel that you're talking alone without any getting any actual feedback. Wonderful. And I, I love you bringing like this work setup. I, I was already in my head, just listening a little bit less to you, right? Listening more to my thoughts. We talked about multitasking and paying our attention. I was thinking, right, let's bring some example. It's always so much nicer when we talk mm-hmm. about some, some examples. So maybe we can reflect now, um, both of us and our listeners, how often do you do you get misunderstood? You know, like how often it happens that you that you say something and you see it didn't land it, like that person didn't understood it. And I'm not talking about explaining, I don't know, scientific concepts or mm-hmm. <laughs> some theory, but let's say you want someone to do certain task for you or whatever. You want something from someone. That's why we have a need of communicating. And you feel like they, they didn't really like get what you need, what you want. Or maybe how often that happens to you that you need to repeat. And it can be also in the written communication, you know, you wrote an email and you thought like it's crystal clear. And even like the thing that you need from someone is crystal clear. And you're getting an email like with so many questions. 
how often it happens? I don't know. Like, I think it, initially it it took quite a while to adjust when you're in the remote setting. When you just you, when you're doing some presentation, you are really relying on the way you articulate whatever you're going to present, and sometimes it will get uh, misunderstood for some reason. And it's different when you are actually having the face-to-face communication where you have the whiteboard that you can utilize to draw something to make people understand better. So we are in a situation where something is being taken away from you. But the good mm. thing is it def- definitely will help you to grow because you have to think through and how to articulate properly. So you have to always be prepared in advance for, you have to expect that out of the 10 people listening to you, maybe one or two may not understand. So you have to mm-hmm. twist, mm-hmm. tweak your presentation. I love, I love where you're taking it. And that, that makes me wonder, um, how, do you, how do you assess? Like, how do you know? Like, if there is 10 people, how do you know that two people didn't get that? And how do you address it? Like, with everyone? Or do you check in with them later on? Mm. What, what would be your approach? What I learned so far through this remote setting is that at the end of your, say, maybe after presenting for five minutes, take, take a pause and just ask questions. Uh, is there any question from the room or people understand or do I need to repeat something? I love that. I have, I have to pause here. I love that. I've been in a talk recently and exactly that happened. The, the lady asked, like, so everyone like, under, like follows, like, are there any questions? And there is this silence. As, si- as quiet as it can be, you know, it's never that silent. Like even not a single person got like unmuted accidentally, you know, just nothing. What do you do then if that happens? Like what, like if that happened to you, what would you think? You know, this do is, get, this is get the, everything or? the awkward <laughs> silence that you, you just hate it every single moment. I just hate it when you say, so I take a pause here and do the room have any question for me? Then you experience the silence for 10 seconds, 20, 30, and by the 40 seconds, okay, I assume silence is people accept. So let's move on to the next topic. And what do you think about it? Do you do you think that the, the silence means everything is super clear? I think you have to take that with a pinch of salt by assuming that everything, everybody is clear. You just proceed. Because the more you think that something is not right, you are unable to proceed further with what you are going to present and you are just going to waste everybody's time. Because I realized that the difference between presenting face-to-face and remote is that remotely, everybody is so conscious about their time. If the meeting is supposed to start at 8.30 a.m. to 10.30, it must end at 10.30 a.m. Mm. It's just like uh, remotely, people are having a lot of back-to-back meetings as compared to face-to-face because face-to-face they will take into consideration that I need to walk from A to B go to Mm. take a break go to the pantry but once in a remote there's no such thing as the free time of five minutes to ten minutes yeah I I love where you're checking and like you add such a different twist that I had in my head (laughs) (laughs) uh, that's why I love talking with you Faisal Um, so in my head obviously that was like a super like clear example of how now like this silent man like no one gets what you're talking about and maybe you should even pause for longer and yeah you're so right like there are situations and um like either meetings or presentations 
it not might even mean people don't understand you. It can be that they're not even listening. Like they don't, maybe it's just the topic doesn't, doesn't interest them. Right. And, and then pushing and giving them extra, oh no, come on, you know, so I can see no one gets what I'm talking about. So which part do you want me to repeat that may create even more, you know, tension and awkwardness because maybe no one really cares there. Right. So possibility, there are many possibilities why people don't, don't comment. Sometimes the culture, you know, in some cultures, people like when everything is clear, they will just stay silent. Ideally, there would be at least one person saying, no, no, all good. We, you know, super clear. Thank you. We can continue. Right. Yeah. But in this context, I still think it's if you if you already ask that question, because you might decide not to, you know, you might sense, I don't think there is an engagement. And then you might decide, okay, like I will deal with it later on, maybe send some survey or maybe ask a few people, you know, or change something for my next uh, meeting, next presentation, next uh, next time I'll be speaking to, to others. But if you already did that, you know, you open that, are there any questions? And there is this silence, please don't ignore it, like name it. You know, even if that means no one follows you, you can at least say, oh, I'm not sure if it's a good sign or a bad sign. <laughs> for the time, to respect the time that we have here, I will take it as a good sign. But please, you know, like I will leave my email if something was unclear or like if it's a work, they probably have your email. Like, please, like reach out to me later on. It's important for me that you, you know, that we are on the same page and and whatever. Like, just don't <laughs> don't go like, oh, okay, awkward. Let's continue. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I like I like the the advice that you are giving. So one. One point that I would like to add that I learned uh, in, in my current job is that, for example, we don't have time to, to present it. Or maybe if there is an awkward silence, we always add by saying that, okay, maybe the members can, can take it offline to read. And if there is any question, just, just email and we will follow up with a response. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. that's a good way to kind of fill up the silence <laughs> and not feel awkward about, do you think they understand? Or how many people understood what you're saying? Yeah, and um, of, of course, depends on the context, right? Yeah. Maybe like now I'm, you know, getting in my shoes, like as a facilitator and like I was just explaining something and then I ask, okay, like, was it clear? If no one answered, you know, like I will give them more time and like I will treat the silence that, oh, okay, you maybe you need to process a little bit more what I was explaining. Often we also feel like, there is an awkward silence and in reality it was like 10 seconds and like everyone was still waiting maybe for someone else to mm-hmm. um to be the be the first one to speak and then we rush it because we're like oh it's so difficult to like sit with the silence we think it was already like five minutes and it was just 10 seconds you know it's also okay to like depending on the context to, to really check in with you know if you know people by name you know okay um I can see and they can see at people and like name what you are seeing. I can see some confusion, right? So, and I like, it's very important for me that like we are on the same page here. So maybe everyone can just wrap up in one sentence what they made of what I was saying, because clearly like that wasn't super, <laughs> it wasn't super clear. So, you know, let's, let's spend a little bit of time making sure we are on the same page here, right? If yeah. there is a time and yeah, depending on the context, content, right? Context. You know, talking about talking about this, uh, what we are dis- discussing and sharing. One thing that I think I, I just want some uh, a feedback from you. So, for example, if 
now we know how to make others hear us with all the some of the pointers that we are sharing so let's say in the the work still in the work work environment so that now you are a newbie you just join a new company or you are a junior how do you make your bosses hear you or somebody senior than you hear you now that we are having remote conversation is so much easier because you don't see the person face to face so you can imagine how the person is like but once we go back to the face to face setting it will change definitely because right now you are looking at me and you we are just wearing our normal home clothes but the moment you go back to office when people start to dress up formally and then you know that okay there's certain authority there's certain boundaries that you need to to set to manage so then how as a junior person that you can make your bosses hear you or the senior person hear you i love that question um and i love like i love we getting there it's not simple i think there is a trend which which is like like has a lot of truth in it as well of course um that you know like we kind of i know how you feel about that what comes to my mind first but there is like this way of looking at it well it depends a lot on the culture uh, culture of that company you know like so a lot of of like junior people being heard comes from more senior people leaving a space for them to be heard right um so that's one aspect and that's true you know that's true and that's there is more and now it also depends on the culture you know meaning like different backgrounds in a in a in a world that we're coming from not the company culture so the, the geographical culture, the company culture, um, but then also you, you know, like if you want to be heard, it's the same. It's the same when you go more senior, you know, like if you want to be as a manager, if you want people to, to hear you, you need to start listening to them, you know, like you need to tune in to the person you are chatting with. It's not about like we often think of a skillful communication as it's only words, Mm-hmm. you know like words are important of course you know like the whole non-violent communication like it is about using them the proper vocabulary the fitting one especially that well in many workspaces now we're using a language that is not our first one right so so of course it it is important but we forget that there is more right so we kind of really focus only on the right formula often speaking me language you know like and that's that's beautiful and skillful don't get me wrong but there is more, you know, like the co- conversation shouldn't be only about you and that I want to make a statement. I want to be heard. I have an awesome idea, you know, as a junior, sometimes you have a lot of cool ideas because you're coming with some freshness, creativity, you know, you probably have more time to explore and, and think of different new stuff. And then you will just kind of go and just like yell to everyone, you know, shout out, you know, that's, that's my crazy cool idea. Like everyone just like listen to me. Even if you would do that, like how many people would actually hear you? So I don't know, like how, what, what are you taking away from what I'm saying right now? I think that's, that's a good thing for, for what I'm uh, getting. The takeaways from what you shared with me is... Or uh, feeling in, you know, am I yeah. missing? No, Feel no, something? I think the, the good thing <laughs> is like what we always practice before our podcast where we set some, uh, what is it called? Design the... Alliance. Yes. <laughs> so design the alliance. So I think it's it's also important in, in in a work culture, work setting where you need to do that too. 
for me personally, it's no longer about the senior or the leaders must must uh, take the lead or the juniors must take the lead. I think it's just important that you set uh, design the alliance within the team, the culture yeah. that is an open office or open concept where everybody deserves a chance to be heard, whether or not he is right or wrong. I think yeah. that's the only way that you can uh, create that kind of a team spirit or atmosphere, which is yeah. good for the team. This is so beautiful that you're saying, and it's it resonates with me a lot because as a as a systems coach, you know, we we look at the the team organization as like one thing, you know, like one organism, and all the roles belong to the organism to the system. We do have some labels, you know, you are a manager, senior, junior position, this and that, but all the roles are actually roles of the system. The same comes with the leadership. So everyone, everyone can pick up that role, can speak up from that role. And at the same time, when you, I love when you brought the um, designing the alliance, as a junior person coming, you can also design or like ask, you know, hey, like on this and that meeting or in this and that context, I don't feel like there is a space for me to talk. How can we create an environment where every junior person can talk? Mm -hmm. Or maybe you are one of those outspoken, you know, confident people and you don't mind, but you can see your colleagues, they don't claim that role and claim responsibility for co-creating the, the organizational culture because it is not only on the, you know, top down. It's going bottom, bottom top more and more and more and more. And more and more companies are like dreaming about being more agile and more, you know, more flat. There will be some hierarchy in, in many organizations still. Yeah, they, they do want to hear they like there is more and more awareness that yeah every voice matters doesn't matter if it's right or wrong it brings something to the yeah. conversation yeah yeah that's, that's... it adds up to the creativity to to our potential that's why we hire those people yeah that's i think also... sometimes sorry i'm over talking you Go no ahead, i think Michael. i think that's 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 a good a beautiful thing when you say that uh, everybody is learning and uh, in a way too that you will encourage uh, everyone to learn from from one another to have that constant learning uh, habits in, in you. Yeah, and that like I'm I'm also aware of the time, and I think this is a beautiful moment to wrap up. And actually, today I want to wrap up slightly different than we normally do with our key takeaways. I want to wrap up with a with 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 leaving our listeners with with a question to to think about, um, and maybe we can briefly answer that question still as a as a um, wrap up. So we look, you know, on overall at how to be heard, how to be listened, like that we need to tune into someone else and actually being being heard is a lot about us being able to listen to other people. We look now from, you know, from the junior perspective, but actually like what I'm observing more and more, but I do work, you know, with a particular like startup scale-ups environment, more and more it's like you as a senior person, like as a founder or suit of the company you are hiring all of these talents and they come and they think they are so much better than you <laughs> <laughs> and they are because you, you're hiring experts so in their expertise for sure they are so how do you make them listen to you you know like somehow you know this hierarchy when it's get more flat for for a manager of someone you know who have to manage all the talents and resources in the in the company when you hire so many talented people, so many experts, it's actually very difficult to be listened and, and heard by them. 
you have your own vision that maybe with the board you decided that's how you want to go you bring it to your experts and they look at you like really that's what you came up with oh come on (laughs) (laughs) and it's not that easy to make them see your vision see you know what you want to do that's where I wanted to like kind of um, leave it with with also like processing and thinking well then how do you make people who are so much more educated in some um, in some topics listen to you probably i end it with you know there's always a saying saying goes like uh, respect is earned so how then mm. we relate what you're saying and how we can also use the fact that respect is earned. so what an interesting topic i have to say uh, i imagine it will go completely different <laughs> but in this particular case i don't know like um I love communication. I thought we'd be talking more about some neat details and, you know, more tips <laughs> uh, and not looking at, you know, a bigger picture from both junior and then senior. I'm blown away by, by our chat today and I'm, I'm leaving it with a lot of um, thoughts for myself, a lot of observation and not only getting into the space of being heard is about listening to others, but also finding a balance. If we only listen, then there is no space for us to, to, to talk at all. That is like a beautiful dance between, between people. I had a good conversation. Uh, I did not imagine that it would go this direction. We kind of explore a lot of team settings and also how to navigate between the junior, senior or high-risk levels. 